1: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Rewind. Yeah.
0: Woohoo. Woo-hoo!
1: It's always a party at Charmed Rewind. <laughs> Network no, <it> is not. <laughs> uh, the winner this time was season 2 of uh, The Winner of the Patreon Poll, I should say, just to remind everyone.
2: There are no real winners here. No real winners (laughs) in Charmed.
1: Uh, But just to remind people, uh, if you would like to vote for these uh, episodes of Charmed, which ones we're going to cover, you can do so at patreon.com slash movie nights. So good stuff. It was was almost a tie this time around, uh, but it wasn't. It was a 1% difference.
2: Mm -hmm. If it ties again, we're not doing either.
1: What? <laughs> That's right. We're not going to do any charmed if you guys can't decide. You know the one that that it was close to was the one where uh, Phoebe has that stupid Cinderella dress. No. That its day is coming, mm-hmm. but not today. <laughs> <laughs> this was season two, episode eighteen, chick flick. You want to talk about anything else before we jump in, Phelan? No. All right. The first thing we start with is Photographer Prue. Remember that? Photographer Prue? Uh, She's taking photos of Piper, unbeknownst to Piper, uh, who is trying to sneakily stare out the window at neighbor Dan.
2: I don't know why she wants to look at that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Piper's in, like, a pink cardigan. This is the cardigan era
0: Mm. for
1: Piper. I guess it was kind of like the knitwear era for all of them, though, because it was kind of it was popular then, I guess. Sure. They're always wearing the knitwear. I say as I'm wearing knitwear. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a negative. It just was a trend. (laughs) So this is during the era of Neighbor Dan. uh, And there was the whole saga with him and Leo and Piper and this love triangle. At this point, she has dumped Neighbor Dan, gotten with Leo. Uh, I think Leo had no powers and then has them now or something. I don't know. There's a whole what isn't going on with him at any point. Piper threatens to pour tea on Prue's head at this point (laughs) (laughs) for talking about her uh, looking out the window, I guess. Like, how dare she? (laughs) (laughs) I'll pour
2: hot tea on you. (laughs)
1: Uh, She feels bad about breaking up with neighbor Dan. She's looking out the window like, oh, he's so sad over there. He's pining for me. I just feel bad leaving him in the lurch like this.
2: (laughs) Ready to kill himself.
1: Yeah. Who cares about that guy? Piper has her first real date with Leo as a normal couple coming up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what Piper always wanted normal. Normal. Until she's like, let's have supernatural babies trying to kill us. Let's have
1: supernatural babies, but I'll still complain about wanting a normal life. How do Mm. I
2: fix this situation? I don't know. (laughs) There are no solutions.
1: She's like, she's always mad at him. Uh, like, she does this throughout the show, but especially, like, before they have the kids, it's like, well, even after. It's just throughout the whole show. She's <laughs> complaining at him that he has to do his job,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is, like, protecting innocence and stuff that's, you know, supposedly her job, too, but she yeah. just didn't care about anymore. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> Prue is there wearing a groovy 60s inspired Capri pant. It' mm-hmm. very early 2000 Piper exits to take a shower uh, and she passes by Phoebe who is in an equally uh, 2000s pair of pants. <laughs> they're like they're jeans covered in red flowers with like holes on the sides. There's like holes between the flowers. It's very strange. Uh, what also is strange, perhaps more strange than that, is uh, Piper and Phoebe affectionately calling each other "Duty"
2: as <laughs> doody. they pass
1: each other. <laughs> like, "Hey, Duty, what's up, Duty?" Like, is
2: th- <laughs> <If> that stuck?
1: <laughs> I had to look. Like, I is this a term people use? Like, it, it has to be extremely outdated if it's doody. not. Because all you can think about is, like, poo-poo, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they're calling each other poo-poo heads, but this is supposed to be affectionate, so.
2: Hey, poop.
1: Hey, poo-poo head. (laughs) What's up, poo-poo?
2: Hey, poopy diapers.
1: Poo-poo? You look it up on Urban Dictionary, I mean, duty, it's gonna come up with Mm poo-poo.
0: Um,
1: I don't know, maybe it's some other old-fashioned term Mm -hmm. that I'm sure people will tell me about, but this seems very weird for two young women in 2000 to be calling each other that. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. Out of nowhere.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Phoebe's in a good mood, and Prue assumes it's a guy, and then Phoebe mentions someone named Billy, uh, which Prue automatically knows is a guy from uh, a movie that she enjoys Mm -hmm. called Kill It Before It Dies, which apparently was Phoebe's favorite movie ever since she was a young kid, this old 50s monster movie. Mm Mm-hmm. When she said Billy, like, I'm pretty sure they've met other Billys on the show before. <laughs> I don't even know if, like, Billy was, like, an old Prue boyfriend, or maybe it was just- I think the guy in the Wendigo was called Billy. I mean, there's a lot of billies mm-hmm. before automatically, like, oh, I see. Yeah. You went to go see a movie, and that is the man you're referring to. <laughs> right. But maybe Phoebe is just, you know, she's hyper-fixated on it, and she's annoying. I know how that goes. Sometimes <laughs> you get too into something. <laughs> Uh, But she does get scolded for going to the movie instead of going to class. This Mm. is uh, Phoebe the college years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Phoebe says that going to this movie is research. Uh, Research for
2: what she wants in a guy. (laughs)
0: Dates! That's about the dates! I'm time for school! I have
2: the dates! I had to watch an old movie that it could have bought on VHS and watched any time. Yeah, she never
1: thought... This is her favorite movie of all time. She's seen it. A thousand times, so mm-hmm. she claims, never bought it on v h s no never like she could have bought it at this point, mm-hmm, but didn't
0: she's an idiot.
1: It would be cheaper than going to the the theater a thousand times, (laughs) or renting it from the store a thousand times.
2: Yeah, you have to assume it's not playing that often. This has to be a weird special screening of the stupid old movie.
1: Hopefully that revival theater has not played that movie a thousand times. (laughs) No wonder it's just like one guy by the time they get (laughs) there. It's one guy and Phoebe keeping them afloat. (laughs) (laughs) The theater following her around. (laughs) So Please, this this woman's putting my kids through
0: college.
2: (laughs) A movie given to them by a creepy old man who wants to own the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid Are You Afraid of the Dark episode.
1: (laughs) I have weird motivations. (laughs) But I don't know, it's a happy ending? (laughs) I don't
0: know. (laughs)
1: i'm in
2: danger
1: phoebe calls this billy guy from this 50s monster movie that's the 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 quality she wants in a man is a dumb dude from a 50s monster like oh
2: that's just swell
1: yeah she calls him the ideal man (laughs) never are we never do we see anything in this episode to demonstrate him to be particularly special or or interesting even for like a 50s monster movie no He's just like, oh, swell, yeah, what are my lines? Yeah, he in the lines? movie,
2: yeah, he just he says crappy dialogue, and she's like, oh, but he was so much better than that crappy dialogue. He's like, was he? <laughs> was he?
1: I don't know. I guess, you know, sometimes you see past the flaws in things you love, which is why so many people watched Charmed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes you're like, it's kind of dumb, but I enjoyed it anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yes, the ideal man, Billy from the 50s monster movie. Uh, Pru says, Well, you weren't supposed to watch that movie, uh, because apparently she still thinks she's twelve when she wasn't <laughs> allowed to watch this. I don't know why a twelve year old wouldn't be allowed to watch yeah, this movie.
2: It can't be that violent.
1: <laughs> I was called Kill It Before It Dies. I'm not sure if I mentioned the name you of the did. movie. Okay. Maybe they're like, That's scary. Twelve year old can't scary. watch it. I know we're witches, but you can't watch Kill It Before It it's... Dies the doorbell rings and Phoebe goes to answer it. Uh, the next thing we see is her stunt double being flung through the air <laughs> from off screen.
0: The best <laughs> moment.
1: <laughs> I did appreciate, especially in, in the pre seasons, uh, people got flung around a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. They were
1: flinging stunt people around. They were flinging furniture around. They were flinging demons around. <laughs> Everything was getting flung around. Uh, Leo always got flung around regardless of whether (laughs) Prue was around or not. So uh, a demon with long hair and a goatee uh, enters and Prue flings him back, (laughs) flings him around.
2: It's a fling off.
1: Yeah, he gets flung into the wall and then he goes, and then there were two. And then he runs away.
2: That makes no sense.
1: What? We were paying attention through the rest of this episode. Like, what does this line mean? And we still don't know. No. Like.
2: It never made sense. <laughs> and it then only there were makes two. sense if he thought he took Phoebe out, but she was clearly not taken out by just being flung across the room. Yeah, And he can why. see that she's not clearly not dead she's getting up and he's yeah. like, then there were two what
1: <laughs> he keeps doing this through the episode he keeps uh, getting his ass handed to him and then acting like this was a victory <laughs> like he's just like ah ha ha, ha, ha I yeah. meant to get fl-. and then there were two ha ah, and then runs away but it's like what but you didn't win here what do you mean and then there were two
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you just mean there were two women in the room let's not
0: <laughs> it doesn't mean anything i'm bleeding Making me the victor.
2: Him coming here doesn't even make any sense once we learn what's going on because he's apparently going inside movies and driving people to anger.
1: Yeah, this, uh, this goes completely against his M.O., and they never explain why he shows up at their house to do this, because all that accomplishes is to his detriment. Because, yeah. like, it's not like it it's his beef with them, it's no. not like he's after them in particular until they're after no. him because he showed up at their house, but before that, it's like, why?
2: The only r- reason he shows up is so that they'll do something. <laughs> but they could have they could have done this in a different yeah. way because he's if supposed Phoebe to was be, at the movie. Yeah, he she was, was at in. the movie. She, she should have, have said that. that. She just said, "I watched this movie a thousand times, and then there's this weird goatee man in it. Like, yeah. I don't remember that Mandela effect. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: she could have been like, there was this guy there, and then she wasn't affected because she was a witch or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And then she's just like, yeah, he was doing this weird stuff, and I think that this is something suspicious here. And then maybe he starts, you know, yeah. sending. Movie villains and stuff after them because he's like, oh, they're on to me. I got to get rid of them.
2: That would make so much more sense to have the plot move forward in that way. Like so that she yeah. recognizes that that's a thing that's wrong in this movie she loves
1: because he's the he's the demon of illusion. And they have this very vague description of him <laughs> that he uses his powers to create violence in society. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Never in this description does it say he's a guy who hides in movies and then he uses movie villains and then because yeah. that seems to be his entire but mo. He doesn't do other illusions or anything.
2: Sometimes he might show up at your house and fling you for some reason. And they go like, "Ha!" And then there were two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy makes no sense to me
2: whatsoever. <laughs> oh, 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 why? He goes I feel there. like
1: there's other demons of illusion that mm-hmm. you could, like, you know, actually use illusions. It doesn't. I don't think any of this involved illusions. No, it was just I'm the demon of movies.
2: <laughs> like, apparently, this is supposed to make people angry. Whatever he's normally doing, because he kind of seems to change what he's doing partway through this episode. Yeah, but like. Phoebe comes home all happy, calling people "duty." I assume she, like, beat some kids up on the way home and got her anger out. It's like, no, I'm super happy. <laughs>
1: well, why does he have to be... So he's in the movies, and then he, like, throws his, like, anger dust or whatever on the audience. And then they, you know, start attacking each other and throwing popcorn and whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then, like, why does he need to be in the movies to do that? And what is... That's not an illusion. He just... You can just <laughs> go into anywhere and then throw... You know, anger pollen on people and then mm-hmm. they start beating each other up. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he needs to be in the movies at all. No. For his normal thing, like he uses some movie characters like to to fight the charmed ones and I guess there's He didn't even know he could advantage. do that,
2: apparently.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, "Thanks for giving me the inspiration." So why was he in the movies to begin with? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't understand. The more we talk about this, the less sense it makes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh anyway, so he's run away. Uh Phoebe and Prue run after him, and then Piper comes downstairs asking who took her loofah, but she kinda like she's cut off. She's like, Who took my loofah? Mm-hmm. Uh and the Peacock subtitles decided she was actually saying a slur. Yeah. <laughs> That is uh, not what she uh, said. Awkward. <laughs> Did they think she randomly like just called the air the F slur or yeah. something? Like, why would she, she say that at that moment?
0: Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> Unfortunate typo. Let's mm-hmm. just give them the benefit of the doubt. But sure. Peacock, get on this. That's, <laughs> that's not, not what she's it. saying.
2: That ain't it. <laughs>
1: So, uh, Prue and Phoebe are chasing this guy. They go to the movie theater. It's a revival theater. It's not like just any old movie theater. That's why they're showing old movies. But apparently the only thing that they play is Kill It Before It Dies. So, they don't have any other movies that they're... It's just this on a constant.
2: Was that, like, 80s slasher also there?
1: No, I think they were going to other theaters. I mean, it may have been there. It was probably the same set, Mm. but they did say they were just going to horror movies. So, it could have been other theaters. Okay. Uh so they go inside and then uh Prue's complaining about how they made them pay to get in. Mm-hmm. But it's like did the demon also pay or like did he j- <laughs> they just missed that guy running around going and then there were two.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also says I don't have to pay dust. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he he gets out of his movie. He's doing his anger thing, right? Like, he's like, well, I'm in the movie and I'm going to make people angry. And then he's like, hang on, let me step out for a minute and go to the Charmed One's house and then fling them and go, and then there were two. And then I'm going to run back to the theater and he's hiding from them. So it's not like he was trying to lure them there for some reason. It's just, he's like, oh no, they followed me back to the movies because I did that for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to duck behind the seats, like walk away behind the seats, like he, they won't mm-hmm. find me yeah why is this happening with
2: the one person in the audience for this show he really picked yeah. the most popular movie to get everyone with right yeah the,
1: with the one guy <laughs>
2: that apparently the
1: a bigger loser than Phoebe, seeing <laughs> this every night this yeah. one film bro he he also says like he shushes them for talking and he's like well this is my favorite part and then phoebe's like oh it's my favorite part too because this is where billy comes in and then and then she's cut off and it's like but what is happening on screen? A fifties lady is going Billy Billy Billy. Mm-hmm. And then I guess Billy will show up. That's their favorite part? <laughs> like, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> yes.
2: She says Billy, and then Billy comes.
1: <laughs> My
0: yeah! Maybe that
2: guy also had a crush on Billy. <laughs> oh Billy! This is when Billy shows up. <laughs> He's so much more beyond the script. <laughs> like she's just standing in the woods going, Billy! Mm-hmm. Billy! <laughs>
1: I
0: don't
2: know. Anyway, she's supposed to die and then didn't. I don't know.
1: I don't think so cuz she was the love interest in the yeah. movie I think, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they she was there near the end because they they end up in the movie yeah, later near but, the end and the, she was they there
2: they ruined the movie.
1: Yeah, but she was still there at that point in the movie before they shared it. I guess when
2: Phoebe's watching the normal version it seems she's there at the end.
1: Yeah, I think she lives. (laughs) (laughs) What are they even fighting in the movie when the demon's not there? Like there's some sort of fifties monster, right? Do they even show it? No. What is the movie even about actually? I'm
2: not
0: sure.
1: I thought I assumed it was a monster movie, but I don't know. Yeah. They might show it, but they they should have had the monster
2: from that movie come out.
1: Yeah, that would make sense, but he doesn't do that. (laughs) Anyway, so a dumbass demon guy is trying to sneakily walk behind the seats. And then Phoebe makes up a spell uh, to make the demon disappear. This spell, spoiler alert, uh, is a dud, doesn't work, but he fools them. This is the only time an illusion happens. Mm -hmm. He uh, makes himself poof away so that they think that they vanquished him. Um, The guy in the theater sees this he's like hey what's up with that and then phoebe's like oh no no, this is uh this is part of the show and he believes it despite the fact this is a show he's apparently at every night and is familiar enough with to have a, a favorite part yeah. but he's like yeah i guess this makes sense yeah
2: sure they're gonna have this live action segment around in the theater of you guys making someone disappear in smoke yeah which seems to have nothing at all to do with this movie
0: yeah
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> So, Phoebe smirks at Billy on the screen, the mythical Billy has shown up, <laughs> uh, and uh, Prue leads her away while well, she's being an idiot, uh, and then we see the demon show up in the movie, and he smiles like this is an advantage. Uh, I thought he was just uh, thrown into the movie and trapped there, and I was confused, because I was like, why is this an advantage? But I guess this is this whole thing. He thinks being in a, in a movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: does something for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, why did he say? And then there were two. I just don't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> so uh, later that evening, uh, the girls are back at the house. They're sweeping up the mess that this guy made. And then Phoebe's making fun of Piper for asking what that guy's motive is. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what did he want?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Who cares?
0: Why are you asking about this? <laughs>
1: Uh, you know that's kind of weird that piper throughout this episode seems to be the one asking like hey why and then everyone else is just like "Eh, who cares yeah (laughs) so uh prue complains about how much cleaning they have to do after demon attacks and says that she'd love to take on mr clean (laughs) (laughs) i could take that guy (laughs)
0: mr clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute mr
1: realizes the demon followed her home from the movies. But again, what does that have to do with his regular M.O. and why did he follow her?
2: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: They never follow up on this as to why that happened. (laughs) Uh, Piper realizes she's late for her date with Leo. Uh, Cut to Leo, he's at this fancy restaurant with his cheek on his fist like a disappointed child. Aw, shucks!
2: (laughs) golly gee and then Phoebe's like oh say more leo
1: (laughs) (laughs) so piper shows up all in a fluster and uh she's telling leo about the demon attack but then she remembers she wanted to keep tonight magic free so no more shop talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) they share a kiss And uh, a waiter rudely shoves some food on the table. Excuse me. Yeah, like it's like it was just a one second kiss. He's like, oh, excuse me, I gotta get the food on the table. It's like you could have even said it next to them. It's not like they were covering the whole table. Like, he didn't need to do this. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, This food seems to be of uh, indetermined origin. Yeah. We couldn't figure out what it was. Leo says that he got the munchies, so we know that it is food.
2: Supposedly.
1: It looks like ice cream to me, but I think maybe it's supposed to be a shitty salad with some sort of cream component to it or something. I don't know. It looks like glasses. Like, you kept thinking that it was, like, drinks or something.
2: Well, there were drinks as well.
1: Okay. Well, Leo says that he got the munchies, but, like, why did he order two dishes? Like, for himself?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why there'd be two if it was just him getting the munchies. Yeah.
1: Whatever they happen to get doesn't look like an item that requires salt. Uh, but Piper, Piper says, says
2: yes. Yeah, Piper
1: <laughs> says yes. She's like, we need some salt and we don't have any. Uh, You should ask the guy behind you for some salt uh, at that other table. Uh, so Leo's like, yeah, sure, but it turns out, uh-oh, it's neighbor Dan, mm-hmm. and he's
2: also on a date. Uh! <laughs> he says, I'm here to be creepy.
1: <laughs> that greasy butt-crack poo flap. He is very creepy in this episode, but yeah. I will say in this scene, Piper's being a real butthole. Mm. Like the gull. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I feel like Dan got himself sat here after he's like he saw Leo and he's like, oh, <laughs> <is gonna> be- <laughs> oh, oh, what a coincidence.
1: I'm here with this lady that I work with that I'm not really that into. Whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that greasy butt crack poo flap and all his scheming. <laughs> yeah, that's stalker Dan. Yeah, he introduces this date, um, and Piper is pissed because apparently she was told about this woman before as just someone that he works with. And like, oh, yeah, that's just someone you work with. Yeah. Uh, she's also uh, upset at the fact that he's not pining away sadly at home <laughs> while she is on her own date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he's supposed to be sad about it.
1: Butthole. I mean, I'm stalking
2: you, isn't that good enough?
1: <laughs> it's like a group of idiots here <laughs> trying to outdo each other in the idiot fest. I
2: hear mine.
1: So she angrily salts whatever the hell they're eating <laughs> and uh, and then gets mad at a guy who comes by playing an accordion. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably he works for the restaurant. We don't know, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's just some guy like, oh, yeah, maybe some busking in here. Uh yeah, I don't know. I guess I kind of see where she's coming from cuz I wouldn't want someone playing accordion while I'm trying to eat. No. <laughs> so she freezes everything, including Leo, and uh asks, I don't know, the powers that be if this is a test. And uh when she unfreezes Leo, uh not everyone else, uh she she wants to talk to him. Uh he's immediately called to do something by the elders. <laughs> Uh, and you know how mad that makes Piper? <laughs> yeah. So So, uh, Piper says uh, she just wanted the night to be perfect. And Leo says, It was,
2: because I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me suck your dick some Some real Billy
1: talk. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the perfect man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love, like, the, the shit that they do with Leo like that, where he's just like, the perfect man, the perfect bland '90s man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he like shows up with like a Hershey's kiss at some point, like a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> <me."
0: laughs>
1: I'm a Hallmark man. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So he starts to orb out, and then Piper bitches at him, saying that if they can't have a normal date, they should have a normal exit. Uh, but she's ignoring, like, the main factor here, that if he orbs out while she has the world frozen, and then she unfreezes things, and he's not there anymore, that could expose magic. hmm And even if things weren't frozen, why would you be doing that in the middle of the crowd? Yeah. You have to leave like a normal man, Leo.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Both of them are dumb. So, uh, she unfreezes everything, Leo does a normal exit, and then Piper angrily yells for the check.
2: <laughs> <laughs> check, please! Yeah, after Dan kind of peers at her and like, You jealous? (laughs) Points at his date. Huh? Huh? Look
1: at that! Eh? The the date's sitting there like, awkward. (laughs) Uh, The next day, Prue is at this magazine she works at. Did you remember she worked for a magazine at some point? No,
2: I did not.
1: I remembered her being a photographer. I did not remember this era of her career at all. No. Uh, But she does work at a magazine. Uh, And she's walking down the hall with her editor, I think he's her editor, and she's eating a celery stick. (laughs) Uh, She finds out she's going to be working with Finley Beck, who is the whole reason she started uh, getting into photography. He's her hero, so you know where this is going. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: She praises him endlessly, and then he shows up and, uh uh-oh, he's an asshole!
0: You're not going to shoot me digital, are you? Uh, amateur move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he he calls her an amateur and then uh, tells her to make herself useful and get him some tea. <laughs> and she's like, oh,
2: I guess. Oh, Finley, If <laughs> you just throw in a swell there, you'll be the perfect man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back at the manor. It, well, if it was Phoebe, she'd get with him. He'd be her yeah. sugar daddy or something. Yeah. So uh, back at the manor, uh, Phoebe meets up with Piper to talk about boys. (laughs) Dot about boys. She keeps having a series of bad dates, I guess, because the guys are boring and she's distracted because of what happened the day before. Uh, Piper stupidly assumes she means the demon attack, uh, but she's actually referring to her fictional dream man, Billy. She just keeps (laughs) thinking about him. (laughs) This isn't healthy, Phoebe. (laughs) No. So Leo orbs in, and Phoebe says, uh, Unlike her, Piper found the perfect man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, Yes, I am the perfect man, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> the three, you're the perfect man! You do what I say! <laughs> yes, Piper, I'll do it. <laughs> He's the perfect man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Leo is there to warn them about that demon guy. I uh, guess the elders were a little late on this warning.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look out for that guy you met yesterday. Thanks, elders.
1: Why would they need to be warned about him? Because apparently, like, why would they know he would go after him, after them? Because, like...
2: Well, because it already happened.
1: Because it already happened. They're like, uh, pretend that you're on the ball. Uh, uh, war- <laughs> it was late. <laughs> there was a lag in the elder call.
2: <laughs> it's like after Phoebe gets flying across the room. Got a message from the elders. Watch out. There <laughs> <laughs> We had a bad signal, that's all. <laughs>
1: So he says, yeah, this guy's the demon of illusion. He uses magic to create violence in society. What a vague and unhelpful description. Thanks for the <laughs> warning, guys. <laughs> that doesn't tell them he, anything to do with the theater or any of this other stuff, just he, he uses magic to cause violence. Well, wh- whoop-de-doo! Like, Makes what other demons- are in our There's real a real million...
2: society, because they're like, what's
1: that mean? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just- We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> You must be kidding, aren't you? So they realize they haven't vanquished this demon yet. I don't know why. I guess they come to this conclusion that he faked them out. So they head back to the theater. Yeah, they
2: say the elders wouldn't warn them if he was vanquished. So oh, yeah,
1: that's be right. Because the elders, yeah, they wouldn't get on it afterwards. Mm-hmm. The elders are always on top of things.
2: See, if they sent the message, you know, hey, that guy's not actually dead. That might have made more sense, but nah. He's, just comes with a general warning, and they have to figure out, oh, I guess that means he's still alive.
1: <laughs> Whatever. They have to get them back to the theater somehow. Yeah, so it
2: could have just been direct, like, hey, he's still alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, they could have said, like, yeah, this guy's probably hanging around movie theaters, but they didn't. They just said, like, eh, he creates violence in society
0: mm-hmm. with magic
1: or something. Um, I don't know why they think he's still at the theater, because, again, they don't know that this is part of his thing. Mm-hmm upwards of five people are watching the movie this time
2: (laughs) yeah they have a little bit of a crowd
1: yeah maybe it was like a friday matinee or something Mm -hmm. anyway uh piper freezes the crowd and they spot the demon in the movie and he's just talking to them he could just characters in the movies can just talk to them (laughs) regardless of whether the demons in there or not They can
2: just talk to them. I don't know what this is supposed to look like inside the movie. Like there's a screen where they see the audience?
1: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they have like a big square that looks like the theater. Like Mm -hmm. their own little screen in
2: front of them. It's supposed to be the world that fictional characters in movies live in. They always (laughs) have a square where they see the audience. Yeah, they're like, it's
1: really annoying (laughs) this audience that follows us around. Like, they're in some sort of experiment with, like, a two-way mirror or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, the demon's like, yeah, faked you out with that one. Uh, I was just leaving. Uh, I don't know why he stayed in the movie this whole time, but he did. Uh, Prue tries to fling him away inside the movie. I don't know why she thought that would work. Like, she's like, yeah, my powers. I can't fling him away on the screen. <laughs> and then he says, silly Wiccan, tricks are for kids. <laughs> Wow. And then there were two. <laughs>
0: and
1: then there was one. <laughs> uh-huh. Victory. Uh-huh. Uh, the demon has to explain to them that their powers won't work on characters in a movie, you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Billy shows up. The man, the myth, the legend. Billy. <laughs>
2: He's my favorite part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> His fa- Their favorite part happens. Billy shows up. He tells off the demon. He's been, I don't know, causing trouble in the movie. Uh and he too can see the girls, and he and Phoebe make goo-goo eyes at each other. <laughs> I think maybe Phoebe says something like, hey, and then he thinks like this is commendable that she's yeah. up or something. I don't know, she barely it. Hey.
2: hey. Wow. Whoa. You're the woman of my dreams, Phoebe.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is what I wrote. Awkward flirting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the demon say like, are you going to flirt me to death?
1: Yeah, yeah. The demon, he, he basically goes like, can't get me. Nye, 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 nye. Mm-hmm. Uh, How are you going to get me? Are you going to flirt me to death like your tardy sister? <laughs> and then uh, Billy takes uh, umbrage at that. Tardy. Ugh. Um, There's G willikers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his plan was to unsuccessfully attack them and then hide in a movie forever. I, I don't know if this uh, was part of a plan. Um, but Billy defends Phoebe's honor from this tardy comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the demon calls her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy is like, too far! And he tackles him, and then they both fall out of the movie. So this is kind of unintentional on the demon's part. Yeah,
2: because the demon sees Billy outside of the movie. He's like, what? How
1: did you. <laughs> this would be like, um, a reverse Freddy Krueger situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Freddy Krueger pulled them out of the dream. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Anyway, uh,. So for some reason, Billy is still in black and white, even though the demon goes back to color when he leaves. Yeah, it's like, not anyone, consistent how this works. They yeah, go anyone in the, in the movie, movie is all black and white, and yeah, back like, to color when they leave.
2: Why is he black and white? Another thing this is really inconsistent about is, is this the fictional character, or is this the actor? Because he yeah. talks about needing motivation for scenes, but then they call him Billy, and he acts like it's his life is... The movie. so It doesn't know what it's doing.
1: I feel like the supernatural Scooby Doo episode tackled this sort of thing better Mm -hmm. because it was them slowly realizing they were characters in a TV show and having an existential (laughs) crisis. (laughs) You could have had this guy be like, oh, obviously you do this. And they're like, no, that's just what you were scripted to do. This Mm -hmm. is what the real world is. And he realizes he's been doing the same thing forever or whatever. Yeah, that Uh, would make more
2: sense. (laughs) Yeah, like just this weird. Halfway thing they do, where they don't commit. Yeah, he keeps talking commit. about
1: scenes and asking about lines and stuff. But if he's supposed to be Billy from the movie, then he—it's not lines to him. That's yeah, his character. It's
2: his life, or supposedly, and he's just been pulled out of it. But no, we don't know where we're going with this, really.
1: I feel like they don't adequately explore this, and they don't have as much fun as they could with this guy from the 50s they throw in one or two lines where he's like ah let the man do the work and they're like ah w- women can save the day now you know mm-hmm. stuff like that but it's just it's so few mostly it's just phoebe being you know yeah. in love with this guy for some reason
2: yeah like having this demon go in and break movies should be more of an interesting thing yeah like and that could have been again how this should have started phoebe watching this movie and she's quoting it along and then you know, weird guy shows up and he's like, well, that's not... <laughs>
1: <laughs> they could have played with this. Uh, they could have had more stuff when they're in the movie. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them exploring a 50s monster movie world, and you could even do that and just film part of it in black and white, or you could have done any sort of thing. But they're there for, like, two seconds before they leave mm-hmm. in this world, so it's barely even a thing. Yeah. They could have had a lot more fun with this premise.
0: Yeah. Are
1: we having fun yet? Now that the demon guy is out, Prue flings him away. She was kind of before Piper could blow up things that makes it easy power, right? She just flings
2: yeah everything. Pretty much. <laughs> it's not quite as BS as later on, just blowing things up and being done with it immediately. But it is pretty close.
1: Yeah, I mean it's pretty powerful, but I mean at least they they do present some challenges more than they do later. Yeah, and plus, like her flinging them away doesn't automatically kill them, so exactly. it doesn't like solve the problem immediately. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so this guy. After being flung away, uh, once again tries to turn this into a win. He sees Billy and he goes, ha ah, ha, thanks for the inspiration. And then runs away. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and then there were two. <laughs> 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 like, this was some master plan is what he's, ha <laughs> oh, <Lord>. So, um, <laughs> they go home. Uh, Phoebe puts on those glasses she sometimes needed during this period. Mm-hmm. Um, Piper once again asks what this demon guy wants. And Prue goes, eh, it doesn't matter. kill him doesn't matter what he
2: wants
1: (laughs) so billy is going on about you know explain this part to me what's going on with this uh this scene like i don't know what's going on and phoebe's like well this isn't a movie we're all real and we don't really know what you are yet
2: (laughs) he's like i don't either and neither does the episode
1: (laughs) now we're confused Prue then asks what the demon wants, as if Piper didn't just ask that and she <laughs> blew her off. She's like, what we don't know is why he did this. What does he want? <laughs> Piper like, <laughs> So Piper asks Leo about it, and he's like, I don't know. the elders didn't tell me anything useful.
2: <laughs> That's when we yelled at the screen and Piper looked at us, shut up! Shut up! I'll kill you in real life. Yeah, she
1: jumps out of the screen and then murders us. It's, it turns into the ring. She's crawling yeah. out. Of it.
0: <laughs> Seven days,
1: and then there were two. And she crawls back in, and we're like, "What was that about?" <laughs>
2: Guess there's two here.
1: <laughs> so, um. Billy thinks he knows what's going on, um, but he gets distracted as he's trying to explain it because he's like, Well, I mean, where's the exposition music? Mm. It's supposed to kind of cover up that this exposition's kind of stupid. I hate exposition. And then they cut to a shot of Leo as he <laughs> says this. <laughs> it was in season two and they knew it was bad and mm. they never fixed it. <laughs> no. So, yeah, he's like, well, this demon creates violence by going into movies or whatever. Um, And I know that he does this because he kept coming into my movie and then the audience was different afterwards. They start getting angry and violent.
2: Why is Billy, the character, aware of this? We see his love interest. She's apparently never noticed any of this, even though the demon's been hanging out in their movie.
0: I don't know. For some
2: reason, because Billy's so well-written, he notices things and she's an idiot.
1: The more interesting version of this story would be if the girls were sucked into the movie, and then they're following the plot of this movie because Phoebe knows it, and then it starts changing because of this demon, and yeah. they have to save the day. And then you could like play with the format of this in a really interesting way. You don't even really need that many sets or 50s type stuff because a lot of it was like in the woods you just add like a, a few touches that show that this is like a little dated and mm-hmm. they could have done something but they don't
0: Yeah, been <laughs> been <cool. laughs>
1: so Phoebe says she. Re- oh yeah yeah I remember this this demon guy being in the movie despite it being her favorite movie she's seen a mm-hmm. thousand mm-hmm. times she's like oh yeah I guess it was different that this demon guy <laughs> was there
2: really. I
1: didn't notice this completely new character here
2: so you can't just be an idiot with glasses on and we're gonna think you're smart
1: <laughs> why did she not recognize i guess she says he looked familiar and didn't realize it was because he was in the movie but like wh- if it's your favorite movie you're gonna notice mm-hmm. like it would be like if we were watching charmed and then suddenly there's this new ding dong there we never saw <laughs> and then we're like what is this ding dong about like yeah <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and then it was it was matt it was film brain and we're like why is he in the movie <laughs> oh yeah i guess he looked a little familiar <laughs> i don't remember matt yes, being He's in...
2: always been in these <laughs> sure, i didn't
1: remember him being in charmed when he was yep. a kid
2: but I I remember <laughs> when they had that roommate that reviewed
1: movies <laughs> <laughs> and he's like keep it down i'm watching a film
0: <laughs> oh are you watching kill it before it dies that's my favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> wait phoebe likes
2: it now it sucks
1: <laughs> i kind of want to watch the alternate universe where matt's in charge, but <laughs> they wrote him out like cousin jenny or whatever they didn't know what to do with him. they're like well why wasn't phoebe affected by this if she was in the audience and they're like i don't know it must be people who were like open to it to begin with are affected so again why wasn't phoebe affected we yeah. just d- covered an episode where she, like, had too many feelings and punched her boss <laughs> in the face.
2: Yeah.
1: Of course she's prone to violence. <laughs>
2: yeah, Phoebe is the violent one.
1: Uh, apparently it was also, like, on a delayed violent um, scale for the guy- the one guy that was in there, like, saying, hey, this is my favorite scene. Because, mm-hmm. like, he shows up later and he's violent, but it took him a little, I guess. It took... Uh
2: complete change of the audience too like, yeah there was a different audience in there when there's they went in.
1: audience and then there and then he came back and he was alone like he's like i only watched this movie alone yeah
2: it's like there's too many people in you're like oh crap
1: <laughs> so uh prue piper and leo head to the movies to see if they can find the demon they're like uh, he'll probably go to horror movies because those are scary mm. um so phoebe is left there with dreamboat Billy. <laughs> Uh, on the way out, Prue gets a call from her hero, Finley, uh, who says they have to meet now. And also he's right outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. Like, he's like now and you can see him out there and they're all freezing. And He's like, I can see you in there. Like, uh, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in. Uh, Prue's got to stay there. So Piper and Leo go out alone uh, at the theater. Uh, some folks are watching a bad slasher movie. I didn't
2: want to say about this. Like, this is kind of like yeah you know, Prue wants to do the job, like save people like the more pressing thing, but her normal life's kind of coming in on it, yeah, and like we're later. They were like, "Oh, I don't want to save people. I have something normal to do right now." Yeah,
1: she was trying to uh, dismiss work to do uh, uh, her job, saving innocence, mm-hmm. and got caught up in it. Versus Phoebe, who is always trying to dismiss fighting, fighting, or fighting innocence. <laughs> well, she, she's she always does. fighting <laughs> innocence. She tries to dismiss uh, helping innocence mm-hmm. for her job. Yeah. It's like the opposite situation, and like this is how you do. Balancing your normal life with magic. Mm-hmm. Beepie sucks. Yeah. Anyway, she doesn't really suck that much in this episode. <laughs> She's just kind of dumb. It's so
0: dumb. <sighs> it's so dumb, it's brilliant.
1: No! It's just dumb! Uh, so at the theater, uh, some folks are watching a bad slasher movie, and uh, there's like a guy with an axe, and uh, we'll later find out this movie is called Axe Dad. <laughs> axe Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the demon shows up in the movie, and then everyone in the theater is like, what's up with this? And he's like, I'll deal with you later. Does this little magic on them to freeze them or something? Um, so he asks this axe dad um, if he wants to do this thing in the real world. Apparently also aware that he is a character in a movie. He's like, yeah. So he nods and sneers like, yeah.
2: yeah. Chaps, man, but like you know? All the killers he takes out don't really like, okay, what's my motivation? They don't act like they're part actor like Billy does. They're all just no. like, I guess I am this killer. Yeah, and they I'll just go get go. to killing. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, fine. I'll kill in the real world. Why not? <laughs> a random guy. <laughs>
1: So he's like, yeah, I'll do this, but you have to, yeah, I get to choose the victims. You got to kill these ladies I want dead, and then you can kill whoever else you want. And then he takes a slasher out of the movie, and it's, like, just an honor system there. Mm
0: -hmm. Because,
1: like, he doesn't have to keep doing what he says. He doesn't keep track of him. No. It seems like that guy, you know, he's a man of his word, despite being an axe dad. (laughs) Uh, So he takes him out of the movie, and then uh, he uses anger pollen on the audience so that they, like, throw popcorn at each other and stuff. (laughs) At the manor, uh, Phoebe is putting makeup on Billy to turn him to a normal color, because uh, someone saw the movie Pleasantville.
2: <laughs> very impressed that you know she got the inside of his mouth and his eyes, even. Yeah. <laughs> very good. I'm glad he took makeup in there very well.
1: <laughs> See, it was more interesting when they did it in the movie Pleasantville. I guess they kind of did it the opposite, where they're like, they're, um putting on makeup to be gray, and then they wipe yeah, the gray off, and they have the, they you know, They don't want butt.
2: people to know they gained color.
1: Yeah, but it was more interesting when they did that, as opposed to this, where he's got a little bit of gray paint on his normal face, and then she's painting over the gray, and then he has this greasy spot on his forehead through the whole scene. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she's fangirling over this very generic monster movie, and, uh, she says she's seen it a thousand times. Once again, I wrote awkward flirting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Billy says that now things have changed he gets to write his own lines and be more like Phoebe he's got a newfound independence he could be just like girl boss Phoebe uh, Phoebe loves that the conversation is turned toward her so that's why they kiss <laughs> uh, but at, before they kiss he takes her glasses off first cause secretly she's hot <laughs>
2: <laughs> secretly she's dumb
1: <laughs> wait a minute you weren't smart at all <laughs> I love they have this whole thing about how he finds his, his independence, right? Like, he's like, oh my god, I, like, I can write the lines now. I can be just like you. Like, this is a whole new world. And then by the end, he's like, yeah, sure. I'd love to go back to this movie where I have lines and no independence and it's this and, shitty world. he dies, I guess. I yeah, and then, well, I think he lived at the end of the movie, right?
2: there's like... He- he doesn't, he's not a sentient being anymore once it goes back to being a normal movie, right? Well,
1: then you go into the old Tuvix question. Is he real or is he, <laughs> yeah. like what, what was he in the end?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Did they create a did life there? Did they kill there? him
1: or did they, yeah, did they create, you know? It's they, then they had to, to forcibly separate him and, mm-hmm. and then people debated for years about the charmed Billy
2: situation. <laughs> <laughs> you just Thomas Riker him? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't we just do that that's ethical <laughs> if you have two tuvixis
2: <laughs> when phoebe wears the face off billy she takes some of his makeup off but it doesn't get on her because yeah she can't look ugly
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah his his makeup's removed on his lips so that he's got the gray lips but then like her lips are still like pink lip gloss and everything but mm-hmm. she's fine yeah so uh the phone rings and it's daryl
2: Uh, You mean Morris?
1: Yeah, Phoebe calls him Morris. I guess they did that more than I thought they did, but Mm -hmm. it just seems weird that they call him Morris. So uh, he thanks Phoebe for the heads up on the theater thing. She did say she was going to do that. Um, It really helped to not save the person who died during that fight (laughs) at the theater. (laughs) He used this heads up to do nothing? (laughs) He's just like, yeah, thanks for the heads up. Now I know what happened at this theater where people died and were hospitalized. (laughs) (laughs) In the manor's dark room. I guess they had a dark room in the the manor. The Halliwell Apparently,
2: Manor. <laughs> even though Prue seems to shoot mostly digital. Did she go quickly make a dark room after this guy berated her? <laughs> like, I guess she has both.
1: Maybe she's into maybe. both kinds of photography. Maybe.
2: Um,
1: So she's talking to, to the asshole Finley. Uh, and Prue's had enough. He's saying a bunch of uh, disparaging remarks and she ain't going to take it anymore. She gives him a talking to. And he leaves, you know, like, ah, I used to idolize you, but it turns out you're just a dick. Turns out you're a poo. You're a
2: poo. Mr. Duty.
1: You're a duty. <laughs> um, but she gets an angry photo of him before he leaves. Like, hey, look at me.
2: Psh. Yes. Also. <laughs> There's this bit where she leaves a photo under the light and it starts to burn, which oh, comes yeah. into play later. He's yeah. like, you can't leave under the light, that line. <laughs> and then she goes, thanks for the inspiration. And then there were two.
0: Just- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are there
0: two people in here? Why am I left in the dark room? In your
1: house. <laughs> he does say like, yeah, I'm just wandering around in your house. <laughs> I guess they dubbed over that because they're like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, at the theater again, um, the audience is watching what looks like a bad episode of Charmed. (laughs) Some girls in, like, some pajama shorts, and they're screaming and running away from, like, a lady in some ghost demon makeup. (laughs) This is apparently Bloody Mary, just Mm. carrying a knife. Looks like Shaq's, the discount version. (laughs) So, uh, Piper and Leo show up, and then Piper's like, Eh, what if we just uh, sat in seats and made out for a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not pressing or anything yeah so uh the demon guy shows up he's never given a name he's just the demon of illusion uh so he shows up and he takes bloody mary out of the movie and then she awkwardly runs after piper and leo <laughs> like she's in this like tattered dress carrying a prop knife so she's like, eh, 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 <laughs> like she can barely run <laughs> meanwhile phoebe is hard at work making out with billy <laughs> this is after she's, like, she went downstairs to talk to Prue during that darkroom scene to say, like, hey, there's some demon stuff going on. She's supposed to be getting stuff together. And then she's like, anyway, time for a makeout.
2: And she doesn't take his makeup off this time.
1: Yeah. I guess Somehow. She, yeah, I don't know. She's like, use the waterproof stuff this <laughs> time. Some smudge proof. So, uh, Prue's cleaning up uh, downstairs uh, when the slasher guy shows up. Axe Dad. Her powers don't work on him, but her kicks to the face do work. (laughs) So she kicks him in the face and then runs up to the attic. And then Phoebe's like,
0: eh, privacy.
1: (laughs) Axe dad tries to break in. So she's uh, barricaded the door. Here's Johnny. And then Prue and Phoebe hide behind Billy like a couple of cowards. <laughs> what is this about? Yeah. They go on later in the episode like, uh, girls can save the day now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or not even girls can save the day. It's girls are supposed to save the day, not guys now. Mm-hmm. But they're still hiding behind 50s McDorko.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, no, we have to hide behind the fictional man. <laughs> like, axe dad isn't even in the room at the time. And they're like, oh, no, yeah. save us, Billy.
2: Makes sense like after they find out he's just like a shield, basically. You can stab him all you want, but yeah, yeah, before that not so much.
1: No. Uh Axe Dad gets inside, he just axes the door apart and they start smashing everything up. And uh Prue almost calls him an asshole before Billy censors <laughs> oh. her. She's like, You're an asshole but she basically says the entire word before he covers her mouth. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, they got away with a lot <laughs> saying mm-hmm. that, huh? <laughs> somehow she takes that, you know, like, oh, censor me.
0: <laughs>
1: Piper comes home. Uh, she doesn't have Leo with, him, with her. Uh, so she starts talking to herself about why Leo isn't in the scene to explain it to the audience, like, ah, oh, Leo stayed behind to do this. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, she goes looking for her sisters. Uh, upstairs, Prue, Phoebe, and Billy are useless. They're just going like, Aah! running away from this axe dad. <laughs> They're about to be murdered when, okay, the axe dad is, like, about ready to strike, and then he gets hit from behind. He falls over. This is normally the reveal of an axe murderer in a movie, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's Piper with a chair leg. (laughs) She has stabbed a man with a chair leg. (laughs) Somehow, she has the strength and the violence to be capable of this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're, like, not mentioning this at all. Like, like, this goes... Unmentioned that she just stabbed a guy with a chair yeah. leg.
2: You think Piper wasn't at any of these screenings where he drove people angry yeah. to create the biggest monster he can't <laughs> control.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's the one with the most uh, propensity for violence, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was. She stabbed a guy with a chair leg. She <laughs> impaled a guy. You know how strong you have to be to impale someone with a chair leg? <laughs> a dull chair leg? <laughs>
2: He's just thinking of Leo. (laughs) And that's for neighbor Dan. (laughs) I'll stab him too.
1: Maybe he has the consistency of celluloid. (laughs) 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 So just like paper. So anyway, Phoebe recognizes Axe Dad. For, oh, it's it's from Axe Husband. Excuse me. I wrote down Axe Husband, not Axe Dad. Axe Dad. Axe Husband. I, I'm I like sorry Ax for Dad misnaming Dad him. Axe Dad was better, but it was Axe Husband.
2: Axe Dad it is.
1: Uh, people already <laughs> wrote comments correcting me, and they're like, Damn it! She found out! <laughs> That's how we know who listened to the whole thing, yeah. if you know that I corrected the Axe Dad, Axe Husband <laughs> thing. <laughs> And this is where I throw in announcements for the people who just <laughs> listen to announcements.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, Axe Husband. Um, she saw this the week before. Apparently she just kept blowing off classes to watch movies.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it turns out that Axe Husband is still alive, so they run away like cowards. <laughs> just they spend a lot of this episode going, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Apparently they lost all of their self-defense skills. Because it's like, maybe you can't kill him right away. You could stop him for a bit. Like, Phoebe and and Prue both have, like, hand-to-hand combat experience. And apparently Piper can impale a man easily, so (laughs) why are they running around all this time? Uh, But it turns out you can't kill fictional characters for some reason. They figure that out. Uh, That's when Bloody Mary shows up and tries to kill them with her knife. Uh, And then Billy suddenly wants to be a hero. He's being a coward this whole time, and he's like, Aha, I'll be a hero now. Mm -hmm. So he jumps in front of them, and he gets stabbed. Uh, But he's okay, because he's fictional, too. So he's like, Yay! I can be stabbed, and I'm (laughs) fine. I
2: can be your stabbing shield.
1: (laughs) I can be your shield, baby. (laughs) I can be stabbed all the time. Anyway, uh, they all immediately
2: split up and run into different parts of the house. Like, have to made these movies. Let's do the dumb thing.
1: Yeah, they do that. And it's kind of a half-assed slasher movie, but it doesn't last that long. No. And so they keep throwing in hodgepodge of ideas into this episode, but they don't really follow through with a lot of them. No. Um, so Piper goes into the bathroom and hides in the shower. <laughs> she hears the door open, which leads to a hilarious moment where it's Prue. It would be so funny if she killed her though. If yeah. She she's like stabbed Prue.
2: <laughs> no Prue stabbed Piper, you mean?
1: Yeah, Piper stabs Prue. what did I say?
2: No, Prue stabs Piper. Say it again.
1: <laughs> oh no, no! I was saying like you know, Piper stabs her. Like she thought she was a oh, villain or something.
2: I just thought I said funny funny what If Drew came in and you know, psycho. Oh, if she was like Piper psycho. Yeah, I guess she shower. thought the, she
1: thought one of the villains was hiding in the shower. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Girl power.
2: <laughs> and then there uh, were two. <laughs> <funny>. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're in the alternate universe where <laughs> Piper yeah. died. Yeah,
1: would the show be better? I, I, if, if the only good universe is where
2: Phoebe dies instead yeah, of Brooke. I have to get rid of Phoebe as well. <laughs> and then there was one. And then there was one. So uh,
1: Bloody Mary shows up. They scream and run away. They bump into Phoebe and Billy, who also screamed. <laughs> it's a scream off. See, I wrote Axe Dad, even though it was Axe Husband. See, I I wrote it wrong too. <gasps> Ax Ex-Dad. Ex-husband shows up. Ex-Dad uh, shows up. Ex-Dad <laughs> shows up. And uh Billy holds them off where the girls run upstairs. It's a lot of just running around. Uh Phoebe thinks that they can kill them if they die how they did on the screen. Because they have to follow their scripts. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Piper's like, how am I supposed to know that? I'm more of a romantic comedy girl.
2: she's more of a romantic misery girl. Just imagine her
1: watching rom-coms and just like laughing at them evilly like
2: (laughs) they're so naive
1: this is my comedy because it's so unrealistic they'll not die
0: Leo be my (laughs) footstool
1: so they don't know uh, how they died but Phoebe who's been blowing off classes to watch movies all the time she knows what happened so
2: I love Axe Dad.
1: <laughs> she knows uh, Bloody Mary got thrown out a window, so uh, when Bloody Mary shows up, Phoebe kicks her out a window. She, like, yeah. grabs onto a beam uh, in the, the attic. The and, they do the old Marisol. <laughs> they do the Marisol. They, They blow her out with a big fart. <laughs> she passes gas, and then she's dead. So uh, she disappears like burning film, like Mm -hmm. celluloid, um, which is kind of an interesting effect. Mm -hmm. So Prue gets flung into the room by uh, Axe Dad slash husband, who who comes after them uh, when Billy shows up saying that the man's here to save the day. And Prue's like, this is the 21st century. It's now the woman's job to save the day. Sexism reversed. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. And
2: then Billy gets an axe to the back. He's like, oh, I'm not very good at this. Yeah, oh, that's how I died
1: in the movie. <laughs> uh, so, the girls toss uh, Axe Dad a heater that's on, and, and then they throw some mop water on him, because I guess they, when they were cleaning up there, they had some mops out, and he gets electrocuted. This happens purely because he looks like Joe Pesci in Home Alone.
0: <laughs> that's
1: the only reason they do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like a not very good... Joe Pesci and Home Alone Oppression. <laughs> so he dies uh, and he disappears. Uh, luckily, the demon only sent two bad guys after them. Is that what he meant by and then there were two? <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't be wondering this forever now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we find out later he's apparently got a lot of different villains out of movies to attack people, but he only sent two after the Charmed Ones. Yeah. It could have encountered so many different things, but it's just two.
2: Yeah, we find out a bunch of people are apparently dying off screen. (laughs) this
1: is quite the body count in this episode. (laughs) Um, They're informed of this when Daryl shows up. He knocks on the door, so there's a Daryl jump scare. (laughs) Uh, So he says, yeah, like, a whole bunch of theaters uh, have gotten really violent. There have been multiple murders straight out of the movies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, How does this get solved? It doesn't really.
1: I guess once they kill the demon, it must get rid of them. I'm
0: not maybe. sure if they explain
1: that <laughs> maybe they all got left out of the movies and killed people. I don't know. They might not have solved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're like, well, how much do you want to know, Daryl? And he's like, only what I got to know, because
0: I don't, don't want to know. know. Just tell me what
1: I know. need to know. Uh, so Billy's like, well, I know where this demon guy is going to be. Uh, he keeps showing up in my movie. Uh, so he's gonna be there because this is like the last night it's showing. Uh, why does he keep going to that one movie?
0: I don't know.
1: Cause they're like, oh, cause he follows the um the film reel from town to town. It like travels, and then like, in yeah. it but he can move outside of the reel. So why does he need to I be in they're... that movie? There's they're not like where there's, more there's than
2: the one... smallest audiences possible. <laughs>
1: And he never takes the villain out of that movie, we never see the villain, no. so why is he in that movie? We
2: didn't know he could do that.
1: <laughs> and why would they keep showing that movie? Like, if he, uh, if the audience keeps murdering each other in that one movie, <laughs> why do they keep showing it? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of questions. <laughs> Sir Prue's like, well, we can't kill him in our world, we have to kill him in his, even though the movie isn't his world. No. The real world is his world. Mm-hmm. The the only reason they didn't kill him is because he did an illusion, which is the only illusion he does. So, yep. <laughs> anyway, so they go to the theater, uh, to to kill it before it dies or whatever, <laughs> whatever it's called. Um, and that same guy from that other one is there, the like loner guy.
2: Kill it before it dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's dying quick, kill it! <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Just love imagining the thing dying.
0: No, don't let it die on its so own, kill
1: it! <laughs> that's them and Cole, kill it before it dies. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, kill it before it dies, that's what it's called. That's See? Stupid. Charmed made you laugh. Charmed made you laugh. It, it, it was funny. Uh,
2: I'm dying. No, you don't!
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna die. You're dying our way, Paul.
2: Yeah. On our terms. On our
0: terms.
1: So, um, yeah, they go in there. That guy's asleep, by the way. <laughs> the movie was so good, he fell asleep. <laughs> um, Billy's love interest sees them, because again. Anyone in the movie could just talk to them. And uh, she's like, oh, we were going steady. Now you're with this new girl. You pinned me. And he's like, well, I was only scripted that way. He says happily to this woman, like, I guess we're not together anymore. (laughs) Even though he's just going to go back to this movie where she's his love interest and he's following his lines all the time. So
2: they don't get into that. And then he's not going to become a a sentient being anymore.
1: Just an NPC. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they're, they've made, like, a potion to get into the movie. Uh, Phoebe, Piper, and Billy take this potion. Uh, they go into the film, and then Piper says the potion tastes like
2: ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fount.
1: <laughs> Could have left it at that. Yeah, they should have just left
2: it
0: at ass.
1: Prue's about to follow them uh, into the movie when she's attacked by the lone theater guy. He's evil now.
2: <laughs> yeah. One guy's like, oh, come to every screening, I guess.
1: There was a series of film villains that he brought to life, and yet he had to use theater guy to keep her at bay. hmm Just uh, doesn't make sense. No. So the demon shows up in the movie, and then Phoebe, Piper, Billy, and the 50s girlfriend beat him up for a while. <laughs> they just keep punching him. He's like, eh! Ah! <laughs> like... <laughs> There's no fanfare about this. This is kind of going on in the background while, like, Prue takes on the theater guy while they beat the crap out of this guy easily.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Prue's like, all right, I can't kill you, but mm-hmm. I can fling you a bit. So <laughs> flings the guy back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Demon Guy picks his ass up off the ground and then laughs like he has the upper hand. Once again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then there were two.
1: And then there were two. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, well, the movie's about to end and you're going to be in trouble. I guess he's fine if the movie ends, but they aren't. I don't know why. I'm not sure. He doesn't explain what happens because we never see what happens. Because uh, apparently you can just restart the movie and they're fine. So
2: Yeah, it's so <laughs> confusing. Like Billy apparently has memories from previous showings of the movie because he knows. This guy's been hanging out. Yeah. But
1: how does he have memories
2: of this if he just follows his lines all the time? I don't know. I don't know why. What breaks you from being just doing the movie? It doesn't. (laughs) They don't bother explain how any of this works. What what was the movie
1: where where people go into the movies like Purple Rose of Cairo or something? I don't know. Anyway, did it work like that in that movie? (laughs) People know what I'm talking about. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get I have it wrong. I'm sure. Yeah, Purple Rose of Cairo. I had the name right, which uh, I'm sure was par- partially the inspiration for this episode. Mm. But I don't know how it worked in that one. Anyway, uh, that was the movie I was thinking of. So the credits come up, and uh, they're acting like they're dead. Like, and I guess this was a commercial break. Like, oh no, the end. Ah. <laughs> so Prue astral projects into the projector booth. Um, yeah, projection squared. There. <laughs> yeah, projection squared she could have ran up and done that too. But i guess they had to come up with some reason why she needed to astral project <laughs> to, so, to be
2: quick even though the movie ended really but yeah, I don't yeah it know.
1: did end she just reversed it using the reverse button yeah. i don't know enough about old film reels is there a reverse button Let's i guess see. there must be if you need to rewind it right
2: I don't know if there's a reverse button. I
1: don't know. Do they have to like manually reverse it? Yeah. But by 2000, sure. I mean, surely there were other methods to do Possibly. this and manually doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, she reverses the film a little bit so that they can uh, play it long enough for the girls to take the potion again and get out. She hasn't
2: rewind it that much. She should no. rewind it to give them more yep. times. Like, oh, whoops, saw dinked were gonna... around were too long again dead.
1: <laughs> I thought they were going to get out, and then the credits roll, and then like he's like, oh, no, I'm trapped, and then I died. Like, he undid himself or something. Right. But that's not what happens. No. So um, they take the potion and get out. That's all they do in the movie is just stand in the woods and then beat this guy up
2: for a little while and then mm-hmm. leave. And he goes, Ha ha ha, you can't kill me. I'm in the movies.
1: Yeah. And then Prue's like, Oh, yeah. And then pause. Yeah. And then paused it. And then the film burns because it was stuck there for too long. This seems really quick yeah. for this to do this. Fire hazard. Mm hmm. He didn't remember how to get out, I guess. Because he could leave the movie at any time, but he doesn't. No, he just dies. For some reason. <laughs> The next scene, we see them talking to the projector guy, and then he's like, Oh, thanks for telling me about the, the film burning. Uh, that could have been my job. And it's like, But part of it did burn, so they yeah. didn't stop it or anything. No,
2: was he just splicing that frame out? <laughs> I'll never
1: notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And does that really kill the demon if just a single frame got burned?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it works or how it's supposed to work.
1: I don't know. This seems suspect. Uh, then we get a scene of Phoebe talking to the screen. I don't know why, the, if this projector guy notices this, like, hey, you're talking to a movie character.
2: Yeah, well, after I do the splice, yeah, I'll rewind the movie for you so you can talk to this guy. And it's like, how long is this guy still sentient like this?
1: Yeah, like, how is she able to talk? To, the demon guy's dead, but she can still talk to the character in the movie? Like, how?
2: Doesn't make any sense. And if you want to say the other things disappeared just because he died, well, it doesn't seem to follow that if Billy's still talking to her. Yeah. A bunch much people getting
1: murdered by slasher villains everywhere. <laughs> they didn't fix anything. They were talking about it earlier, like, oh, we don't know how to fix this, and I guess they never did.
2: No. That's
1: fine. She thanks Billy for restoring her faith in the male species. How? Yeah, you've got to help us, Doc. We've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. Her whole problem was that she was comparing all of these guys to this fictional character, and no one could be as perfect as this fictional character. And then this fictional character shows up and is perfect, I guess, in her eyes. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, Thanks for showing me the same thing that I thought before. Like, that doesn't mean normal guys go up to her standards. No. (laughs) This means nothing. This is one of many times. uh,
2: That demon guy in the background of the forest. and then there were two.
1: And then the really sneaking around the bushes, and then the oh
2: wait, he's not dead. Wait a minute.
1: Uh, This is one of many times Phoebe's faith and love is restored, Uh, or whatever. Shut up. Uh, She touches his giant hand, (laughs) and he returns to his scripted, lifeless, joyless existence. Uh, meanwhile, Piper and Leo are talking about their disaster date. Like, oh, nothing else happened. Oh, remember the salt incident? <laughs> <laughs> and then Leo makes fun of her face when the accordion started playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she um, sprays acid in his face and kills him. <laughs> Then, the scariest part of the episode. Yeah,
2: like the horror music starts. Yeah, the horror
1: music starts playing. <laughs> and then greasy butt-crack poo-flap himself, neighbor Dan, just... Breaks into the house. Yeah, he just waltzes in their open front door like a creep. Yeah. He is uh, apparently returning some things that Piper left at his house, you know, because she lives so far away from him, she needed to keep things there. <laughs> And uh, he sees Piper and Leo making out and then sadly walks away like he, he has any right at yeah. this moment.
2: Charlie, sad Charlie Brown music plays. Doo, doo, doo,
1: yeah, like, it's like, doo, excuse doo, you, doo. fuck off, man. Yeah. Piper chases him down. She should have been like, get the fuck out of our house.
2: Yeah. She should have blown him up if she had that power at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's why he disappeared.
2: They killed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I
1: so he explains he was bringing some things over he explains Um, he
2: was being a creep
1: (laughs) yeah and then he's like well after the awkward salt thing i realized that i have to move on (laughs) (laughs) uh so he leaves but as he's leaving like Prue shows up a little bit before as he's leaving the strangest thing happens Mm -hmm. he reaches out his hand across Prue.
2: Yeah, grabs her hand. And then creepily
1: holds her hand briefly before he goes.
2: Yeah, and you see as Prue kind of, like, looks kind of confused. Yeah, like,
1: why did... These two don't have a relationship. No. (laughs) Maybe they've had lines together, but they're not holding hands people and it's weird to do that after you've said like i'm giving up on dating your sister and then reach across her Mm -hmm. like it's not like it was he just reached for her hand he reaches across her stomach Mm -hmm. toward her hand grabs it and squeezes it gently and then like and they act like that was a normal thing that happened
2: no well they don't he does
1: well she kind of gives a look like uh, you know like Whatever. Yeah. Not they don't act like this was creepy. Yeah, and weird. I mean
2: it doesn't get the response it should.
1: Yeah. I feel like the guy who uh who plays Neighbor Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've forgotten his name already. But I f- Cabral. Cabral. Yeah. That's um, his
0: name in real life. <laughs> <ways.
1: laughs> yeah, he's the guy who married Angie Harmon, isn't he? Is
0: he?
1: <laughs> I think the actor may married <laughs> Angie Harmon. Um but anyway. He, uh, I think he was trying to do some sort of natural like you know when you're moving past someone in a doorway maybe you kind of grab their side or their shoulder and you're kind of like oh excuse me Mm. I think he was trying that but she wasn't close enough and then he kind of reached across her stomach toward like, it wasn't anywhere you need to be touching someone that you're not Mm -hmm. intimate with so she kind of grabs his hand or he grabs her hand and they kind of try and make it something like maybe it's a comforting squeeze as he goes or something it was awkward they should have redone that that yeah
2: like um what
1: was Who's that? <laughs> yeah, neighbor Dan, get out.
0: <laughs> Why the hell did you do that?
1: So, um, they go into, I don't know, one of the rooms. Uh, Prue says that her editor loved the angry photo of Finley. <laughs> That's what she submitted for the story. <laughs> it captured the real man. Uh, while this is happening, Phoebe comes in and flips onto the couch in the most bizarre outfit in the world.
2: Yeah, it's like Prue's about to sit in a chair, and then she rushes in to awkwardly lean against her in yeah, the like chair. Yeah, like
1: flops on top of her. Yeah. Like no personal space, Phoebe here. Like everyone keeps it's touching like, Prue. <laughs> what's the matter
2: with you, kid? Having here Phoebe?
1: Yeah, but she goes in there, and I feel like if, if I saw my sister, if I had a sister, come in with that outfit, I would be like, "What the fuck? Are you doing? <laughs> get off of me!" <laughs> So, um, yeah, she's got overalls on, but they're like shorts overalls Mm -hmm. uh, over a red tank top, and she's got a bandana tied on her head like Rosie the Riveter. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess 50s inspired? This is not the glamorous 50s. What the fuck is this about? Mm -hmm. And she's got white socks on with no shoes. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the weirdest thing. (laughs) The weird socks? (laughs) The weird ugly socks? Also in this scene, Prue has blonde stripes in her hair. I think she's put some sort of, you know, hair clips in. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: don't
1: know. Anyway, Prue gives Phoebe a VHS of kill it before it dies. (laughs) (laughs) And she rushes off in her weird socks to go watch it. I would love it if she, like, slipped on yeah,
2: the floor. Yeah, sinking. <laughs> she's <laughs> like,
0: oh, no control, bitch!
2: <laughs> see her fly out the window, and I'm like, that's how Phoebe died in the movie! And then oh. she burns up. There you go, and then there were two.
1: So, um, Prue says, um, she thinks Phoebe is saying goodbye, but her inflection on this line is really weird. Did you notice that? No. Like, she's like, I think she's saying goodbye or, like, mm. something like that. And I'm like, oh, why yeah. did she say it like that?
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> anyway, um... Goodbye, Phoebe. <laughs> so Phoebe watches uh, the movie uh, to the credits. I guess the scene is supposed to be bittersweet. I don't know. It's no. the end of the episode, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought there's gonna be, like, some weird spot where, like, he glances at her it or something. Winks. Yeah. <laughs> But there's nothing like that, because he's dead.
1: If they had, like, a scene in the movie that seemed, seemed poignant, you know, mm-hmm. like, he says some dialogue to her that perhaps relates to Phoebe's yeah, life or that, something. That she, there's something. a double meaning there or something. I feel like that would be kind of a meaningful end, like, mm. oh, you know, she wishes she had something that that meaningful in her life or something, and maybe she's tearing yeah. up. It's Instead, like, it's just, like, something. a bunch of, like,
2: golly gee whiz bang, you're, you're swell. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Uh, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> what are your final thoughts, Phelan?
2: What a piece of garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it good garbage or bad garbage? Are you mad or you're like, that was dumb? <laughs> yeah, it's it's
2: kind of dumb. I mean, it's not as bad as Leader Churned, but it's it has a bunch of good ideas that they didn't do enough with. And they didn't fully think out how this was supposed to work. Or why anything happens. <laughs> There's a bunch of holes in this. There's a good idea buried in there. They didn't really execute it very well.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Same. Well, I I mean, I think it was enjoyably bad. Um, hmm. I think, like, it, it had... Elements of season two where it's sometimes competent. Like, mm-hmm. I liked the characters, even though they were dumb. Uh, the villain didn't really make a lick of sense. I, no. I feel like they could have played with this concept in a way that was really interesting or funnier. But uh, as it is, like, it's all right. Yeah, that's <laughs>
2: it's kind of upsetting. it. It's not really what happened. It's what didn't happen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they could have been a little more creative with it. And I feel like they the same sets and budget. And like, you just need to tweak the writing a little bit. Yeah,
2: all it needed.
1: Yeah. Well, Phelan, do you have a Margoyle or a Carman?
2: I mean, Margoyle's going to be Neighbor Dan for being a butt boy who yeah. needs a little <laughs> love.
0: <laughs> Every butt boy needs a little
2: <laughs> <laughs> Neighbor Dan. So he can... is the butt boy, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> fucking creep at the restaurant because I'm sure he placed himself there after Leo was sitting (laughs) there and then sneaking into the house and whatever the fuck he was doing with Prue at the end. Very weird. What a creep.
1: Same. (laughs) It's gotta be Neighbor Dan. The greasy butt-crack poo flap could not be more of a Margoyle. And he outdid uh, the Demon of Illusion, who's a pretty big Margoyle, but Mm -hmm. creepiest of the episode has to be (laughs) Neighbor Dan.
2: Actually, voice I'm,
1: cracking because i was like he's so creepy
2: <laughs> i'm gonna give a car man actually to the film demon Why? because he he was doing his thing at the movie and saw Phoebe there and said i hate her follow her home and flung her across the room <laughs> It's like, I never normally do this. I'm going to make an exception. I had to go and fling this
1: girl. I hate her. See, he, he flung her. He thought he killed her. And this was actually a heroic line. Like, yeah. then there were two. Like, he was very misunderstood. <laughs> he was a martyr this whole time. Yeah. He thought he was taking
0: out the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, my
1: car man is not, not him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick Prue, because I think Prue was fun in this episode. Okay. <laughs> she had the most useful power, <laughs> and uh she showed that stupid butt boy Finley what was what. Yeah. I don't know why she put up with neighbor Dan, but presumably she helped, uh, she had a hand in killing him like so... <laughs>
2: Bruce, probably the one that makes more sense, but I just couldn't stop thinking about the fact that the guy's I hate her so much. Flames, I'll flames. To my face.
1: <laughs> have to go fling her. He, he sees her watching this movie. She's wearing her Rosie the River outfit, and he's like, What a fucking nerd! I fucking hate her. You know, normally I get the audience members to kill each other, but I gotta get my hands dirty with this one. And then there were two.
2: <laughs> and then there were two. <laughs>
1: well uh that's the end of the podcast Phelan (laughs) Uh, if you guys listening uh, enjoyed this podcast we'd appreciate it if you gave us a like a subscribe a review wherever you're enjoying this you can find us in audio form wherever podcasts are enjoyed Uh, you can also find us on youtube at youtube.com slash movie nights the series you can also find Phelan at youtube.com slash Phalus. uh we can support the show or vote for Steph, as mentioned at the top of the show, on patreon.com slash movie nights Phelan's Patreon is patreon.com slash thanks to Peter for editing the podcast for us and for doing the awesome theme song, you can find him at Pretor Hunter on Twitter or his YouTube channel where he does lots of let's plays, uh, he also worked on Rift Tracks the Game, which you should definitely check out what hashtag should we use, Phelan?
2: Hashtag. And then there were two.
1: <laughs> hashtag butt boys. Every butt boy <laughs> needs a little love. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag uh, greasy butt crack poo flat deserved it.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, that's it. We'll see you Charmanders next time. Bye.